0: Welcome back to the podcast. I'm not doing the intro. How do you screw this up? You've got to be kidding me. Like, I, we're starting off hot. I got my sunglasses on to hide my tears. I have. It's been rough. It has been a rough 12, 15, however many hours. I didn't sleep last night. I didn't either. I was up till 4 a.m. Xander Bogarts, the face of the franchise, the guy, the the captain of our team for the past nine years. We signed this dude when he was 16 years old in 2009. We created him. We made him who he is. And he led our team at shortstop for the past nine years. He was a definition of everything that you want a baseball player. He was consistent. He was incredible at baseball. He took accountability. He took a leadership role for the team. 2020, when Ron Renike was the manager he wasn't answering questions. Xander Bogarts was. Xander Bogarts would stay late and talk to the media. And that's the guy that you just, you spat in his face in spring training last off season. Every single time that you had an opportunity to offer him some money, give him a real contract. You just, embar- you, you put out an embarrassing effort. And now this is what happens. 11 years, 280 million. He's off to San Diego for the rest of his career. And now we no longer have the captain of our team playing shortstop. Oh my I'm god! <laughs> <laughs> it it hurts. It hurts as a Red Sox fan because this isn't the first time this happened. We did the exact same thing two years ago with Mookie Betts. One of the they were calling him one of the best baseball talents is Ted Williams. <laughs> and where's he? He's he's in L.A. Where's Bogarts? He's in
1: San Diego. All my favorite players are dead and gone. Well, gone. Yeah, more than
0: dead. People have it, grown feels up, like life. it feels like someone it died. It feels it like someone died. It feels like we're at a funeral oh right oh now. Oh my god! Oh my god! I should go through all of the texts I sent last night. I sent probably a hundred in the group chat. They were all, <laughs> we paranoid. were spiraling. It was bad. I, I wrote. A, I wrote a whole manifesto. I just. Oh my god! Massive kick in the balls. That was my favorite.
1: Um. Yo, I got something. To say. I got something to say. I need to remind everyone of something. The reason Bogarts went to San Diego is because your one and only Jason texted last night. He texted. Not my fault. When talking about the deal, he texted. It is basically confirmed at this point. Now, 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 now. As many of you know, Jason totally jinxed this Bogarts deal. And I know for an almost fact, because it happened, he did not knock on wood after, even though I pleaded and begged with him. If you want someone to blame, don't blame Heimbloom, don't blame Bogarts, blame the one and only Red Sox dugout, and that's all I
0: have to say. And I've John this, Heyman
1: wrong. I am going to put this. Uh, nice all, right, all right, look, uh, look, look. look Phone
0: down for a second. But. Hey, hey, I'll take that. That's on me. Hand up. My bad. But to be fair, I'm pretty sure the the Red Sox thought they had him. Like the reports that were coming out, there are like, um, is Xander Bogarts re with the team? And uh Red Sox Dave was like, yes, without hesitation. And the reporters were like, oh, it's in the final stages. They're getting close.
1: Why are the reporters doing that? Jared Kravis had a real
0: good feeling, and normally that's a good thing. But no. No, I I really think that the Red Sox, Bloom was smiling talking about it. He was like, no comment, smiling. And then, dude, dude, he's just gone. I I really think that they just, they thought, yeah, we got him. I th- this I is think the deal that's going to make him I come running back home. And you know what that deal oh, wow. was? That deal was six years for $160 million. Do you know what we gave Trevor Story? Six years for $140 million. Do you know what Xander Bogart's got? 11 years, $280 million. That is five years and $120 million more than what we offered him. That could be a contract in itself. Huh. That's actually absurd, though. Low key. Okay, Um, so real real (laughs) quick, (laughs) real quick, real quick, this contract is not good. It is not the offer that the the deal that the Padres gave him is absolutely absurd. It is out of this world, ridiculous overpay. I love Xander Bogarts, but eleven years he's signed until he's forty-one years old. Yeah, that's forty-one. How many players? He's going to be playing with middle schoolers. He's going to be playing with current fifth graders on the Padres. Is that true? <laughs> That's true. Probably even younger. Yeah. I. I, I ah. Joey um, was just saying before the podcast that our kids are going to be watching Xander Bogarts on the Padres. He's going to spend – if all goes well, he will be a Padre for 11 years and a Red Sox for 10. Okay, there's simply that no way disgusting. he's finishing out that contract. There's just simply no uh, way. Yeah, but what if it's like the Pujols one with the Angels, where like he he's not very he kind of sucks, but he just like limps his way to the finish so that he can cash those checks. But like I, I don't Poulos know. Pujols is, is a first baseman slash DH. Point. Bogarts is a shortstop with an injury history. Yeah, okay, that's yeah. not the point. What? Not the point. Not like the point. this is one of the darkest days as a Red Sox fan. No, absolutely. I, I, that's not an overreaction because when you look at it in the grand scheme of things what is the direction of this team yesterday was a really good day we started it was it was it It was we started the day off by signing kenley jansen boom we have our closer and our bullpen actually looks good for once then we sign masataka yoshida who is a very good hitter who has potential to be a very good major league baseball player Absolutely. and then what happens we lose our captain we don't yeah, have nothing else. We do even matters like team. Who's the kid, who's the leader on this team? No one. Matt Barts? No. Yeah. Matt's there true. are so many. There are so many repercussions to Bogarts leaving that we just can't. It's not even just losing right a baseball now. player. It's not just losing a shortstop. It's losing the face of your franchise. You lose your captain. What about Devers? I think he's gone. That's me right now. That's my pulse. He is. He's got to be out the door at this point. Not just because Bogarts is gone his best friend's gone yeah that's bad that sucks but also the team just disrespected another star two star players in three years what are you going to do? How do you make that up to him? How do you prove that Boston is the place to go? You don't. You don't give him money. You're gonna. You're pinching pennies because you want to buy an NBA team in Vegas. You want to buy the commanders. You want to sell Liverpool. The Red Sox aren't a priority. You care about the bottom line. LeBron James is involved in this. <laughs> this, is a, this is not the Red Sox ownership group that we know. They don't care about the team anymore. We said it in the summer. Sell the team. It's not worth it. Sell the team. You don't care. Start fresh. No, you're right. Like, it's not the the Fenway Sports Group that we remember, but it's starting to become the Fenway Sports Group that they are. They are developing a track record now. This isn't, like I said, not the first time. The same thing, it happened with John Lester. It happened with Mookie Betts. It happened with Mookie Betts two years ago. Like, this is, why did we trade Mookie Betts? We traded Mookie Betts so we can have money to sign Xander Bogarts. So and where's Xander Bogarts? He's in San Diego. What is the point of everything that we do? What 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 are we trying to do here? What? We're at the point now where you have to decide on Devers this winter. You have to either decide that you're going to pay him and you're going. And if you pay him, it needs to be fairly. You pay him whatever he wants. You need him here because he's your only guy left. He's the only guy that's going to put butts in seats. But if you don't want to pay him, you got to trade him right now. Literally right now. You got to trade him because he's he's going to walk. He's going to get the same. He's going to get a $400 million deal with the, with the, um, the the uh uh, uh Oakland mm-hmm. Athletics side, mm-hmm. not them, but like dude, yeah. you seem to know he wants four hundred million. You know we offered him, we offered him two twenty. Yeah, we're we're treating this like the Braves. They don't have a, a plan. Difference. None. There's no plan. There's zero There's plan. A difference between zero plan. paying your players before they're e- the Braves pay their players before they're arbitration eligible, which means they take the Braves take care of their young guys. They give them financial security for arbitration and beyond. That it doesn't. It only works like that. It doesn't work once you enter arbitration. You're not going to sign a team friendly extension. Absolutely just, not. Because it's not good for you. You you make more money through arbitration because you're betting on yourself to play, and then why don't you just test the free agency market? At this point, if I'm Raphael Devers, my best friend's three thousand miles away, but also I'm a year out from being a free agent. And I get to I get the Bogarts experience. I get to be wined and dined by every team. I get to see the best offer. And who knows if it's Boston, probably not. You 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 get the best offer. You get a lot of money. The Red Sox aren't going to give him what he wants right now. I have zero faith in them doing so. There there's no direction with this team. We've been saying it for so long. I I have a hard time believing that they're gonna make something work with Devers. And if they do, I. I, I would honestly be shocked at this point. Me too. We ju- th- things have just fallen off a cliff. It just makes no sense. Like, like Jerry Kravis said, like they made David Ortiz go year-to-year year for his contract, but then they give Pablo and Hanley all the money they have. Then they don't pay Lester, then they pay Price. Then you trade Mookie for like nothing, and then you sign Trevor Story, but don't sign Xander Bogarts. Like It's just pick a direction. And like you said... Xander leaves right after we just spend $130, $140 million that day. Yeah. So it appears they're willing to spend money. It's just they're idiots who can't. They... I'm not saying we should have given Xander Bogarts 11 years $280 million. That's absurd. But we shouldn't have let it gotten get to the point where he's even available to other teams for them to put out that kind of offer. He should have been signed last spring training. We should have, he wanted to be in Boston. There's no doubt in my mind that if last spring training or even before that last offseason maybe we go up to Zayden Bogarts and we're like, all right, we're going to give you a nice fair deal. Here's, if we gave him the deal that we offered him yesterday, before a year ago, six years, 160 million, there's a good chance he probably would have accept, accepted that. $27.7 million a year. He would have accepted that. That's but what now, he because he was out there talking to the Padres, talking to the Cubs, talking to whoever, he's like, oh wow, maybe I can get a lot more money. And then even when the Padres offered him $280 million, he was like, I still want to go back to the Red Sox. But then he realized that the gap of 120 million dollars was just too much to make up, and he had no choice but to pick the Padres. He wanted to be in Boston this whole time. He's wanted to finish his career in Boston, but Boston did not give him the option to because they did not respect him enough to give him a fair offer. Years ago, year ago, months ago, they waited till the last minute until he hit full free agency to be like, "All right, here's a fair offer." They didn't even give him a fair offer before this. They offered him four years for $90 million. That's ridiculous. And even after that, even after that, dis- after that disrespect, he still wanted to be here in Boston. Even after that, and you still just spit in his face, give him this, this desperate offer last minute, and then now, again, he's in San Diego. So you failed, you screwed again. it up. Time and time wait, again. Wait, you wait, you wait, you wait, and then he goes away. Yep, and he said he wanted to be here. He wanted to be like Derek Jeter. He wanted to play his entire career for one team. He took a lot of pride in that. He took a lot of pride in carrying himself as the captain of the team and being a leader. What he the reputation he's built in the major leagues over the past 10 years is irreplaceable. You don't go out in free agency and find that.
1: No, he's special.
0: You don't find a guy like that, that it's a once it's a guy with his attitude is once in a generation if that because th- this day and age there there's virtually no loyalty but you spit in his face time and time again you did it you did it to the point where he had to take the be- he had to take the offer that he if you had given him hypothetically let's say 7 for 210 yesterday i bet he takes that instead of 11 for 280 i really absolutely didn't. Because he wanted to be here, he took pride in that. He wanted to be the leader and the captain, and he valued his time in Boston. But it's clear the front office did not. They disrespected him time and time again. They never appreciated what he did for this team. And he's gonna be so he it's he's just he will be missed. I don't think I'm ever gonna f- I don't know if I can forgive this front office for doing that. That is just like I don't even want to know what they have to say for themselves. There's nothing they can say. There's no excuse. It doesn't matter. Whatever they're going to do, the same old, the same old spiel. No, we gave him just a Talking offer. in circles. Yeah, that's what they're going to do. That's we gave a competitive do. offer. No, you didn't. You're lying through your teeth, and everyone can see through it. Yeah. I, it, although it, Xander it Bogarts is, is our top priority, we want him back. Like, just <laughs> shut up. Shut it's up. It's embarrassing. I don't. I want. I, I, I don't know whose fault it is. Like, if if we're being slightly positive here, maybe Haim did want to go that far and ownership shut him down. Maybe ownership wanted to go that far, but Haim denied them. He said it wasn't smart. We'll never know. It's, but you know, I, to have you know, a I disconnect to, like that is matter. ridiculous.
1: It doesn't matter though. They just, it just never gets done that way. I don't really care at this point if it's times fault or it's the rest of the front office's fault. It doesn't matter to me. They just fail every single time. I don't. Yeah. I, I it's almost. Look failure. Like, like, it's, it's almost better to look at you like you're a puppet and just blame it on the people above you, but I don't know if it's what's the point of it. We still are going to stink. Wait, I, I don't know. I t- the, we'll, this set the we're, organization we're still back on the people we want. We're still not going to feel good about it. We're still going to see our, our favorite players across, across the country.
0: It's, you know no i i need john henry to show his face in south boston and get mugged behind a papa johnson he an still hour. hasn't spoken to the media since he traded mookie he never will it's ridiculous i don't i, I that's why i know he doesn't care as an owner anymore i still don't forgive them for the mookie thing still and yeah i don't even know if i and that was a whole different situation too it, it's similar but it's different because he won a test free agency and the whole COVID thing messed things up and you had to trip whatever with Xander Bogarts, it's different because Xander Bogarts, we signed him when he was 16 years old in 2009. He was playing Super Smash Bros. on his Wii when we signed this kid. And then he came up through all the different levels. The Lowell Spinners, Greenville Drive, Portland Sea Dogs, Pawtucket Red Sox, all the way to the Boston Red Sox in 2013 as a rookie playing in the World Series. And he was really, really good and then after that, he became our everyday shortstop. Just day in and day out, he's running out there between second base and third base, playing that position really well, and wanting to improve, and wanting to win. People said his defense was bad. He goes out last season and puts together a really, really solid defensive season. His bat was always there. He's a clutch hitter. He well, go. I remember this game where he went diving into the dugout and hurt his ankle, and he was back like a week later. Like, he will play through injury. He wants the team to win, and he takes accountability when he messes up or when the team messes up. It could be someone out there at <coughs> second base messing up, and Zane Bogus is like, yeah, as a team, we need to be better defensively. It wasn't Xander. It was whatever, like, Tony Render or someone at second base who just can't competently field. Ian Kinsler, I don't know. But Xander Balkers is taking ownership for every single person in that clubhouse because that's the kind of guy and the kind of leader that he is. Couldn't have said it better. It's inexcusable. It's inexcusable. (laughs) Where honestly, I was saying it last night. Like I I don't even want to root for the Red Sox anymore. It is it's disgusting what they do to their fan base and to their players. They just look at it as like a business, but that's not how it works. Like I I don't know. They care about the bottom line. That's the frustrating thing to see because ticket prices. Guess what? They're gonna go up next year. And the 2022 season was the lowest attendance in the history of Fenway Sports Group owning the Red Sox, which has been. Guess what, though, guys? We got a magnet giveaway on opening day. Woohoo! Hum diddly d. Nobody cares. You had you had a career low attendance last year, and you kick Bogarts out the door. He didn't leave. You kicked him out. You left him out to dry. And what do you do? You raise the ticket prices. You build. This is going to be like this would be a completely different conversation if we had if Bogarts was here because yesterday was a a game changer. It was a great day. We could be looking at this team now with Xander Bogarts on it with our new additions as a team that has a legitimate chance to compete a team that should make the playoffs and a team that can make a run, but no. And we did it last year with Kyle Schwarber, who should still be here as well. Let's not forget about that. We had Kyle Schwarber on this team. He led the NL in home runs. It's time and time again. The ownership does not care about the fans. They care about the bottom line now. And it's so frustrating to see because the Mets just changed ownership and uncle Stevie, is throwing money everywhere. Why? Because he is a diehard Mets fan. Who cares about his team winning? Yep. You know what I saw today? I saw a headline about John Henry in Liverpool. Like, I, the day after, the morning after the night that Xander Bogarts leaves. Like, I don't know where we go from here. I really don't know. We've been saying for a long time that this offseason was going to make or break the future of the Red Sox. And after this, right now it's breaking. I it doesn't matter. You can sign Yoshida from Japan. Great player. Super excited for that. You can sign Kenley Jansen. Great closer. Awesome. But at the end of the day, you needed Xander Bogarts. He is a part of this team that is that was irreplaceable. Like you're not gonna you could throw Trevor Story over there at shortstop and he'll, and he'll throw with a doodle arm and I don't know. God damn! I want to talk
1: about that. What are we gonna? Or
0: and you'll throw uh, Christian Arroyo at second base. Like, cool. He's he's good, but like, it's just not the same. It's you can't replace Xander Bogarts. You can. I don't know. Come on now. He's him. He's gonna do it. He's the best. He's spry, nimble, good. And people are saying now, like, oh, go sign Carlos Correa. Like, if you sign Carlos Correa, I'm gonna lose my mind because you're probably gonna give Carlos Correa is gonna make more than what Xander Bogarts got. So if you give that money to Carlos Correa and not Xander Bogarts, that would then, be absurd. Like,
1: I don't. We see should that be riding
0: in the streets of Boston at that point because that's the most absurd thing ever. That that you should be fired on the spot. You should be publicly executed on the spot if you do that. If you give Correa like three hundred million, I don't. I don't even know. I. Yeah. There's just there is no path. Like, it's not like, oh, that's fine. Bogarts is gone and we can just pivot to this. There is no pivot. And in this case, I I don't think any of us really, we're not even thinking about the production that we just lost. He's an elite shortstop. He's probably the best hitting shortstop in baseball. But we don't really, I don't, me personally, that's not what I'm, I care about the most. I care about Xander Bogarts, the person, because he embodied what a Red Sox player should be. And we lost that um, in the past. It was guys like Pedroya who were leaders of this team. Um, even David Ortiz. And now, now there isn't anyone. We lost Christian Vasquez. I think that was, that played a big part into, into Bogart's leaving too. Cause that was another spit in his face. You trade his former roommate mm-hmm. uh, for no reason the, really in the middle of the season. And then, go on about how you're trying to win and i mean the trade deadline also botched because if if you wanted, if you really cared you should have gone under the luxury tax and taken the l right there because yeah seriously we would we would have fi- we could have sold at the trade deadline and finished the exact same basically the okay. same record uh but one thing would be different we would have one more y- we would have an extra year of spending over the luxury tax. And that's an, also another annoying part because we're forgetting the, that we're the Red Sox. We used to be a big market team. We're not anymore. Let's get that out there. We're not. But like they're treating the luxury tax like it's a salary cap. Meanwhile, you have teams like the Padres, like the Dodgers and the Mets and the Yankees who are just blowing past that because it, if you want to win, you have to. And yes, you you have like 3 Every third year or so, you have to get back under that. But that shouldn't be what you're thinking about right now, especially not with Xander Bogarts. We just saw it. it's an, you just, the next 10 years, 11 years, you, you messed up. You messed up. I'm not saying we should have given him a 10 year deal. I'm saying he should have been here till the very end of his career. And you, you look at money instead, and it's just, was it worth it? That's my question to them. Was it worth saving some bucks by letting your cap captain walk away? It still makes no there's, sense. There's to me. no direction, and I I've said it like six times this episode, but like that's the only thing on on my mind. Where do it- you go from here? The, even Karabas said it last night in in his State of the Nation. He said, I don't know where what to do. I don't know where we're going to go from this. I I, have still, no good I don't answer. think the Red Sox know either. I don't think anyone knows. It. We said it at the trade deadline this season. You can't be in the middle. You can't kind of buy, kind of sell, and just kind of keep flip-flopping in the middle. It's just not going to get you anywhere. And that is still what they continue to do. It just won't work no matter how long you keep doing it for and keep trying to just be in the middle of everything. Oh, maybe we can get this player. Maybe if that works out, we can be a competitive team. Oh, but if it doesn't work out, let's just be in last place again. That's just where we're at. Like 2021, that was great. We almost made it to the World Series. The Red Sox did not expect that team to be that good. And so they didn't build on it at all. And then we ended up in last place right after that. And who knows what's going to happen the next few years. Without Zayner Bogarts. Who knows? Raphael Devers is probably gonna leave. Nathan Avaldi, I don't know if he's coming back. I don't, I don't know what's I, going on with that. He's still a free agent. And a Evol- like Chris Sale, that worked out great. <laughs> <laughs> and when I think about it, I, I feel like Avaldi is the closest thing he would have to a leader. But at this yeah. point, he, he's not coming back. I would the NJD. I would, feel, NJD. I would gone. Feel yeah, I would feel okay if I knew that Nate was here and he was going to help mentor these young pitchers and just serve as a leading voice because in he like he's been with us since twenty eighteen, which isn't that long in the grand scheme of things, but he's been through hell with us. You're wrong, he's You're he's he's been nothing but a class act as well. And well, think about it: how many players are left from that twenty eighteen team? You got Matt, Matt Barnes, Barnes. You got Ryan Brazier, Raphael Devers. That's and then it. crickets, and Chris Sale. It doesn't even that's count because I don't think he's alive. Like, I... yeah, but <laughs> that's the thing too. We still have Ryan Brazier on this team. Don't even get me started. How stupid that is. You know he's going to end up on the team opening day. I know it. You know it. The one time we really we... have to, we really have to on opening day see them announce the roster, and they're going to say Ryan Brazier and not Xander Bogarts. That's a disgrace. You can't even make that up. That's just wrong. Man. They're, 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 I. I <laughs> who's going to show up to Winter Weekend this year, first off? I know it's washed. I know it's not the same as it used to be. Who are they going to have at Winter Weekend? Like freaking Reese McGuire and Eric Hosmer? <laughs> That, those are going to be the marquee names. Mommy, mommy, look. It's Reese McGuire. No. I love Reese, but, like, come <laughs> on. Okay. No. You, you're going to have Reese McGuire, Eric Cosmer, Connor Siebold. Those are going to be your big names at Winter Weekend. Nice. Oh, oh my Scott. God. It's Josh Winkowski. in the door. Wow. He had a good start last year. Followed by several terrible ones, but he had a good one. I think. Oh my god, Hoy Park. Oh no, we have him. <laughs> oh God. Um I was gonna yeah. say something, but I don't even know. I forget what I was gonna say. Like uh, we, uh well, I like It sucks. Oh, that's what I was going to say. The downhill spiral of this team, how quickly we went downhill is astonishing. Four years ago, we won the most games in franchise history and absolutely dominated in the postseason to win a World Series. And then 2019 was eh. 2020 was... I don't even want to remember that. 2019, oh, we're back in the postseason. The Sox are back. Kyle Schwarber, see ya. Last year, and now Xander Bogers is gone. And do you it's know? Kind of crazy. because we read this yet? Started in 2019 when we decided not to pay a closer, and that was like the number one reason why we missed the playoffs that year. The, that was the biggest mistake we made, and it was that one mistake of not having a closer. And we haven't had a closer for four years. We finally have one now. Whoop de doo Who's going to drive in runs? Yeah. No, I, I I wanted to bring this up. When Heimblum came here, he inherited 27-year-old Mookie Betts, so probably his prime, one of the best players in the game of baseball, won an MVP in 2018. 27-year-old Xander Bogarts, same concept, one of the best shortstops in the game of baseball, team leader. 25-year-old Andrew Benatendi, Was a top prospect, still had some potential. 23-year-old Raphael Devers, absolute stud prospect with a lot of potential in the future. You know he's going to be a superstar. And what does he turn that into? Raphael Devers is the only one still here, and he's a free agent in a year, not locked up to any kind of contract, and you just trade away his best friend, and you're still, according to Jeff Passan, very far away from him on a deal. And you've turned in Mookie Betts and Andrew Benatendi in those trades, To Alex Verdugo, who's good, but I don't really think he's all-star potential at this point. Jeter Downs, bust. Connor Wong could be a serviceable catcher. Nothing too special. He's decent. Frankie Cordero, you just DFA'd him, and he's on some other team, I don't remember who, on a minor league contract. Josh Winkowski, again, decent pitcher. Grant Gambrell, I don't know who that is. (laughs) Luis De La Rosa, don't know who that is. We lost Freddy Valdez. We lost both of those oh, guys. Beautiful. in the Rule five draft yesterday. You know who else we lost in the rule five draft? Two of our top pitching prospects to Dave Dombrowski. There, it's I'm- inexcusable. That's that's the basis of it. What was what was Heim brought in to do? Who knows? I don't even know at this point. Get Some prospects, people... build up the farm system, maintain the future of the team, which you think Bogart's endeavors would be a part of. He said he wanted to run the Red Sox like the Dodgers. You know what the Dodgers do? Yeah, <laughs> they have a really good farm system, but guess what they do as well? They pay boatloads of money for good players. <laughs> boatloads.
1: Boatloads of money. Yeah. I have no idea what the identity is of that the that Red Sox organization. Um or the Red Sox team, but
0: you know. They don't have an identity. There's just no there's nothing. There's like nothing.
1: build up the farm system, play small ball. I don't know. It seemed like a prime opportunity with that Bogart's contract last season or last uh whatever it is, early in the season. Um, to save money, but it's just spending really weird places like Trevor Story, in my opinion, um, who yep. really needs to perform really well. Like I just keep thinking about it. you pay up for him, but not Bogarts. I just it just doesn't make sense to me It's at all.
0: I love Trevor Story. I think he's a great player. But ultimately, you he wasn't, on our, he, wasn't on our radar until spring training last year because no one signed him. So he fell into our lap. That's all the Red Sox do is they wait until they can snatch some guy that no one else wants. Trevor they can Story. get some dude in a cheap deal because mm-hmm. they waited and waited and waited. You can't do that. And the, the number one thing when we signed Trevor Story last year was, is this oh, is this why they're not paying Bogarts? Well, it is. It is, and he's not as good as Bogarts. He's a great player, and I think he's a lot better at second base um but this upcoming season he is going to get examined under a microscope for 162 games any mistake that trevor story makes is going to be blown up and i i hope he can take it because he is going to go through hell and it's not fair to him it shouldn't be not fair to him you put him in a terrible position you put bogarts in a terrible position at the same time all you had to do was get the deal done with Bogarts, and boom, you have the best middle infield in baseball. You have the best infield in baseball. That's all you Easily. had to do. That's all you had to do. You had you. The Yankees did it with Aaron Judge. We all thought, yeah, they the Yankees disrespected Judge too. Let's not forget about that. And he was very distant from the team at the end of the year. It looked like he wasn't going to go back. He was a arson. Judge was a giant for seven minutes, but but ultimately it was Hal Steinbrenner he was in Italy he makes a call to the Yankees front office and he says you guys better drop what you're doing and give the man what he wants so what do the Yankees do they bend the knee and they gave judge exactly what he wanted it's a players league it's and owners are power hungry but it's beneficial when you when you admit that you're wrong when you admit that the player Is worthy of what they're asking for that's exactly the guy bogarts is all you had to do was meet his offer. you didn't have to blow him away he was going to come here he was going to stay here for less than other teams exactly but there's a difference between that and a hometown discount he took that discount in his last extension a hometown discount is when you get paid on when you take a pay cut under market value Bogarts wanted market value, and then there were going to be other teams that would go above market value, and he wasn't going to take that offer as long as the Red Sox were giving him exactly what he was worth, a fair deal, and they never even considered it. You have the advantage as the Red Sox. You're the team that Xanon Bogarts has played with his whole career, again, assigned him when he was 16, and he wants to be with the Red Sox, so you don't have to blow him away with a ton of crazy money. You just have to give him a fair offer. The other teams, like the Padres, those are the ones that have to blow them away with money because they don't have the advantage of being the team that he wants to be at or the one that he's been with. That's why the Padres go out there with nearly $300 million to blow him away because they had to blow him away to pry him from the Red Sox. The Red Sox didn't need to pry him from anything. They had him. And they let him leave them. We go in circles talking about how stupid this is forever but at the end of the day like there's a new article that came out i see this <laughs> julian mcwilliams he saw heim bloom in the airport when this happened did you guys see the video i sent of bogarts he was in he was in a club last night yeah when he got the news and he looked sad and the guy that tweeted out that video he got a picture with bogarts beforehand he was wearing red sox stuff and he's like hey are you resigning with the red sox and he said uh bogart said no and he, and he said he seemed really sad about it. He was at the Celtics. He was in out. a club standing by himself, like slouched over his phone. He didn't look happy to me. Because he wanted yeah. to come back. Like, but yeah, now. okay. He, he He's happy. He's happy. He got $300 million. But, like, you know, part of him is, is pretty devastated. And we saw it on social media. Devers put out something. He called Xander's brother, Kike, black screen with just a, a frowning face. <laughs> yeah um it said what Mm -hmm. oh wait uh, let me read this article so quote give me a minute bloom said a minute turned to two then a brief walk to the delta flight which began to board give me a minute bloom repeated staring into space in isolation no longer peering at his phone perfect sick (laughs) i mean And Then he says, hopefully we'll figure something out. Oh, great. Thanks. (laughs) Is that what he said? Um, Yeah. Awesome. Wonderful. Everybody is sad that he's not going to be a part of this organization. We're we're incredibly grateful for him for everything he's accomplished here and what he helped this organization to accomplish. Bloom's voice trembled. This is interesting. We make business decisions, but that doesn't change the emotions that come with something. Probably knew his job was on the line. And even for me, who had yeah, who hasn't worked with Xander as long as a lot of people, they're real. I mean, in in fairness, he seems to be taking this pretty hard. He says I expect to be, I expect fans will be hurt. I fully expect that and then I also expect we're going to put this together and deliver them winning baseball. You <laughs> offered him 6 years, dumbass? Of course he's gone. In fairness, Heim Bloom does seem pretty shook up about this. He sounds but like us. Like, yeah, he, he does kind of sound like us. So honestly, ma- that I makes mean, it look even stupider. It's because the Red no, Sox you know, were so sold that they had him. They're like, yeah, he's coming back. And you know they ended up says, being though? so far off. You know what this says, though, to me? It, it shows to me that there's a, there's a disconnect in the front office. Clearly, oh, very clearly. Like there's one I'm, in every level. There's one between the sure, biggest I'm sure that Bogart Bloom in Ownership. I'm sure he gave them the decency of letting them know. It kind of sounds like he didn't, or that the message didn't even get to them. Oh, that's true too. I wonder, did 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 Bogart? I, I this makes me wonder, did Bogart's not give them one last well, try? The report was that he wanted to give them one last try, but the gap was so large he felt like he had no choice. Like he felt like it was even worth it. That sounds like something Boris would make him do. He says probably yeah, save save the emotion and just take the deal. That's unfortunate, but it also I, I mean, think it also goes to show we we played we played a dangerous game. We let a we had yeah, a Boris no, guy on our team. It's on us. And we it's let on him us 100%. That's the most dangerous thing you can do. I don't want people blaming Xander Bogaerts because it's not his fault at all. He wanted to be here in Boston. Like everything showed that he wanted to be here. But if you got offered eleven years and two hundred eighty million to sign you, give you financial security, no trade clause, no opt outs until you're forty-one years old, that's guaranteed money. You're taking that no matter what. You have to. And it was a panic offer by the Padres. It, it clearly was. It's sa- it. I mean the way that I'm seeing this is that. They thought that some team was going to sign him, whether it was the Red Sox or not. It sounded like they did the same thing that the, that they did with Judge. They heard that he was going to sign very shortly, and they just said, screw it. Here's what we can give you. Here's everything we can give you. It seems like that was just a blind offer. They said, yeah. what's the most that we can give this guy? Man,
1: because I don't know where the Padres are getting this money from.
0: The Padres offered Aaron Judge $400 million too. Where are they getting this from? And they're on, in and on Trey Turner. Manny Machado is already making over three hundred million. Fernando Tatis is making three forty, I think, or whatever. Like Juan Soto, I I don't know where, I don't know how they're doing that, but they should be investigated or something. That be okay. So like stages of grief. This was one of my stages. I was in total like bargaining mode. I was like, okay, like what if the the Padres are like guilty of like money laundering or something stupid, and then Xander Bogarts gets. Made a free agent again, then the Red Sox sign him. Like, what if the deal gets voided? What if he fails his physical and comes back? What if he's like, no, what? It's not official yet. I'm changing my mind. I'm coming back to Boston. I went through all of this last night, <laughs> and in my mind, I'm still in denial. That's still what's gonna happen. I don't why know. is I can't? Why does nobody want to go to the Padres? San Diego's beautiful. First off, they don't win. Think of the last time they've won. I well, know. First but... of all, they've never won. They've never won the World Series in their oh, got, franchise's existence. Okay. Okay. But like with eleven years and three three hundred two hundred eighty million dollars to to spend your to spend your life in sunny San Diego East? with Don Orcello calling your games. No, it could um, be a community college. I'm taking eleven years, two hundred eighty million, anytime.
1: Yeah, Trey Turner though, didn't he turn down more money?
0: Well, he wanted to be on the East Coast really bad.
1: Yeah, he Why? did
0: not like. What does that the West even mean? Mm-hmm. He just didn't like playing in LA. Which was interesting, but and the traffic out there is tough. Gas prices—you yeah, not... don't want to be out there. Uh, yeah, they get earthquakes cool. out there. Zane really minute. wanted earthquakes. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna be honest though. I this—I don't know how this is gonna sound to the listeners out there, but I'm legitimately considering going like full all in on the Padres and watching them 162. Like Don Arcillo calling games again for me. Xander Bogart's out there. I already got this jersey right here. I mean, yeah, it's tough that Xander Bogarts is playing right next to Manny Machado. I don't like that. That is tough. Yeah. Yeah. I just like. Damn. Yeah, that's that's my closing thought. Uh, Last thing I want to talk about here is I do want to touch on very briefly what can we do like wh- what do we want to do here um with a shortstop position obviously we can't replace bogarts but oh i have something to say about this to everyone on twitter who is saying sign dansby now you are an idiot i'm i'm sorry every listener if you think dansby swanson is a good idea you are actually stupid <laughs> he, like he the amount of money that it's going to cost he is he is worse, he's worse than Story, in my opinion. He just had a fantastic year, but it's also because he was in the most loaded lineup in baseball. I think Dansby's a great player. I do. But I think Trevor Story's better than him. They're, they're very similar yep. players. And to give him he would be the cheapest per se out of all the shortstops, but that doesn't mean he's going to be cheap. It's going to cost a lot of money. There's no point in that. Especially this sucks to say, but like. The best thing they can do is hold over shortstop for the next three years until Marcelo Meyer is ready. It sucks and to pray say to God, he's not reality. a boss. <laughs> yeah, you honestly. Can't. Head your bets yeah. on a high school kid, right? I right, good luck with that. I mean, he turns 20 in like five days. <laughs> um great.
1: All great. right, buddy, you got this. That's that's Let's our go. lord
0: and savior right now, Marcelo Meyer. But and you know what? The answer is when he gets up here, you're gonna hope that he was as good as Bogarts, the guy you just lost. Um, we'll see about that. I hope so. Yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah, like guys, the answer is not to sign one of these free agent shortstops because they're all gonna get somewhere in the 300 million dollar range. Trade that's not trade, 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 trade. You have prospects, trade, make some trades. you have to make trades. You do. You have to get Dahlbeck out of here. He's worth nothing. Duran is worth nothing, but they still have to go. You're wasting your time with them. I don't know how you're going to make it work. You're. I would be fine. To make a sacrifice. big splash. Listen, I think every prospect is available except for basically Bayo and Meyer Cassis. and, and Casas outside of that nick trade york all the way dan ryan mata you can they're all expendable and those guys are valuable sedan Rafiella, he could be a fantastic player but honestly i don't know if his trade value will ever be higher and i can live with him working out somewhere if it means that we get a considerable piece i want guys who are ready now and guys who have shown that they can do it at the major league level. I don't know what yeah. to do because our best prospects outside, like our best prospects are I the ones that I see with the most potential are Marcelo Meyer and Miguel Blaze. Miguel Blaze is 18 years old. Marcelo Meyer is 19. We're yeah. a while out from those guys. What are we going to do? I think we're stuck in a holding pattern for the Red Sox. This Kenley Jansen contract kind of looks useless now because yeah. it's a two-year deal. He's not going to be around by the time, you know, our guys are ready to, are ready to go. I don't Joe, know where to go from here. That's
1: the other thing. You almost want to, if you're going to have to hold out for a guy like that because you lose your top tier player Bogarts, you're going to have to wait for these guys to come up. Why are you spending these, this money? Like, what's your goal? Exactly. You have to have a set Why goal are you spending on
0: money on free agents instead of trying to lock up guys so that they're here when they're ready? Why are you Look, not spending money on Devers to, to make sure that he can play on the left side of the infield with Marcelo Meyer in three years? That's the important thing. But if you ignore that and you're and you're signing these random free agents just so that you can spend money, it's useless. It's detrimental to the team. And it's the Pablo and Hanley situation all over again. You're panic signing two guys just so that you can spend money and they don't do anything for you. They're a net negative. That's what you would be doing with a guy like Dansby Swanson, in my opinion. I think he would be a net negative because you handcuff yourself financially. He'll hit for a while, whatever. I don't care. You... You got to bank on. You better hope these prospects work out, man, or that you can make a big time trade. I don't know because we still have gaping holes in the rotation and I can keep going. It's all coming to me. This team is far from complete and it's still dead last in the AL East. And yeah, probably you were dead East- last last year with and Now you just lost him. So, yeah, it's a mess. I Hey, open. we have a solid bullpen now, maybe. Eh. Well, they're gonna, they're gonna have and it to also add... means we're going to ruin Whitlock. It's just a mess. It's it's a mess.
1: They're going to have to add someone. Their team's playing out not good. Story, Devers. Huh.
0: They'll add people, but it doesn't even matter at this point who they They'll add, add people. I hope they can make a trade. They have to. I don't know how they're going to do it. And I don't think they're capable of doing it. But they have to win back these fans. Yeah. Good before, luck. Before, before April, they have. You have three and a half months to win back the fan base after losing Xander Bogarts. Good luck. I have absolutely no faith in you, and I know for a fact you're not going to do it. You're not going to go out and get a guy like Shane Bieber, or Corbin Burns. You're not going to get anyone. There's also trade. think about. Sorry. Go ahead. You're going to trade for someone who's coming off a down year. Someone who might have upside, but honestly is a piece of trash. If you continue with this stuff again, get out. Like it's yeah. it's a terrible way to run a team that isn't named the Pittsburgh Pirates or the Tampa Bay Rays. It's a terrible it's not a feasible way to run a team. Let's also think about the fact that as a fan watching the game on TV. You no longer have Eck, and you no longer have Remy. So it's Dave O'Brien and whatever cast of characters they bring in. So between that boring product on the air and whatever's going to end up out there on the field without a very likable player in Xander Bogarts, it's going to be painful to watch the games. And you're right. They're going to have to do something to win back the Red Sox fan base. I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know how they're going to do it. But right now... I think they've lost a lot of fans and a lot of, of faith um, among Red Sox nation. They lost fans. They lost faith. And they probably lost the locker room. They lost the clubhouse. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Yep. Yeah. It's a mess. I I don't even have anything else to say. It's. I wish I never had to have this. I wish this podcast <laughs> never had to be made. Yeah, uh, I knew it was yeah. going to either be this one or the other one. And We'd I wish it was the other bottles. one. It's like Michael Scott when he made the two videos before he asked out Holly. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good way to recap this episode. I am sad. I am mad. All right. I'm bad. We are bad. Yeah. I'm sad. I'm mad.
1: We are bad. Yo, get up a Detroit type beat, Joey. Rap about, rap about oh, it. Oh, God. Ready, Joey? Joey, I got the beat. I got the beat. I'll look one up real quick.
0: I am sad. I am mad. The Boston Red Sox, we are bad. I'm Bloom. You're not my dad. I am mad. Yeah, that's what you had in Joey's Tampa. Bad. Joey, yeah. A hat from his dad. Yeah, it Tampa's sweaty. Tampa's gross. Don't bring that to Boston. Uh, um, 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 or I will roast you. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All, All right. right. Um, I'm going to go eat some ice cream and cry in my bathroom for now. So, yeah, sounds, sounds good. good. See y'all next time.